when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. I'm your host, William Liu of Yahoo Sports Canada. And on this week, we have Nelson Campana, social media creative producer for the Raptors and Leafs. The 22-year-old breakout star of the playoffs uh, with photographs published in the New York Times' Keyshawn Mystery. And Alex. Yo, what about <laughs> You're my <laughs> <laughs> Disposable cameras on my Instagram feed. Please follow me. It's the photographer podcast. Yeah. What's yeah. up? We're here. Right before the season starts? Never done this before. All photographers. Um, So, I mean, I think honestly, though, like, you know, jokes aside, obviously, like, Alex, you did take a lot of photos during the playoffs and stuff. And also, you know, I just missed you, man. So I just invited (laughs) you. I was in a lot of photos. I'm just here sitting in. (laughs) I'm just here to enjoy the experience. Um, He's here for the photo. (laughs) He's here for the photo. (laughs) Um, No, I thought it would just be fun, though, just like, honestly talk a little bit of our careers because i think we all kind of enter it in little unique ways and um nelson i'll start with you um how did you get into your role and you know just i mean yeah shit even just explain what you're doing right yeah now. of course um so about five years ago was when i had my last full-time job at um as a sales trainer on the retail side for microsoft and at that point that was around 2013 14 that was when vine popped up I don't want to get into like the hardcore details of everything, but I'll try to give you like the Coles notes of it. Vine, do you remember Vine? Yeah, of course, man. <laughs> Legendary. Yeah. So Vine came out, and unexpectedly, I kind of amassed a, a huge following. And with that, you get obviously the eyes of like agencies and brands and whatever to do stuff um, for them. And one of those uh, people was uh, a producer by the name of David Cricks. Shout out to David Cricks from TSN. He hit me up. Uh, long story short, he brought me out to a bunch of things. Uh, we worked together quite a bit, and one of those things was the CFL Combine that you know I came out to do some vines for, and I ended up meeting Mark Valena. Fast forward a bit more, we hit it off after that, and a few months after that, he ended up going to MLSE, and he found a position as a social media game day producer that he thought I would be great for, and he hit me up. This was like a few months after I just quit my full-time job. He's like, you want a position here to do this? And I'm like, yeah. Um, and so from that point, I was just doing Snapchat story, I- IG story, and Vine, no photos. And a few late few years uh, into that, I just started taking game photos, you know, for the sake of it and giving it to them. And um, after that, they pretty much just said, keep doing that. Um, that's kind of how it all started. Like, I have a photography background, but it's more of like a side thing, weddings, you know, corporate events, whatever. Um, but yeah, the sports thing just kind of took off from there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. How how big were you on Vine? Uh, my 
ball count before it all went down was 256 out. What? Wow. Yeah. Like, oh my god! Yeah. You did some like leaf stuff, right? I did. Was leaf it leaf stuff. stuff that made you go like viral or like? No. People... Um, the one thing. So my first day ever with MLSC was Raptors Media Day, mm-hmm. and I remember at this time I also had a small side business. Uh, fixing paint chips and cars. This was like my actual small like business that I ran by myself. And I literally came from a dealership. I was kind of covered in paint. I had like my work clothes on. Went straight to media day. And I remember the first thing they asked me to do. They're like, hey, I didn't know how this worked. I didn't know what media day was. I just came. I saw these big sets. Crazy. And they're like, okay, look, we have DeMar DeRozan. He's in between photos right now. We need you to do a Vine with him. And I didn't know what to do. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, I wish I had it kind of uh, on my phone here. But I, on the spot, came up with this vine where I turned DeMar DeRozan into a bobblehead. And that was the one thing that kind of like, I guess, set the tone for me in, in that role. And I was always introduced as like the vine guy. I was like never like Nelson, like social media. <laughs> so yeah, we have a vine guy. It's a, This is my vine guy. And um, anyways... That was how I got it. <laughs> yeah. Through Vine. Yo, rest in peace, Vine, man. I can't wait I for know. the... Yo, shout out TikTok. Yo, no, I was going to say, who's going to be the go-to Yo, Nel- TikTok? <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually tried TikTok. I've, I've My daughter just showed it to me, like, not too long ago, and I think it's awesome. I just haven't wrapped my head around it. I just feel like that's, I don't know, so far beyond me right now. You're an old head now. Yeah, I totally am. That's so telling. Social is like a young, young person's game. Though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you saying that, like... You're not young. Because, no, I'm trying to fade out, bro. <laughs> 35. 30, 35 in two weeks. No more cloud chase. Yeah. Um, it is, though. Every new app that comes through, it just gets more and more confusing. Yeah. And, and you, like, like, I watch the TikTok videos that go viral, and I, like, I get it, but I also like don't get it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how did they do that? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like a different like mindset yeah. right, of like creating those videos. And like the, the whole text on screen. Yeah, and, like, like all of that stuff. Yeah. And that, that's how like music gets popular now, too. Like the, the whole yeah. Lil Nas X uh-huh. and yeah. all that. Yeah. And yeah. Then, I don't know the new one where the the guns like wow like yeah. oh yeah, yeah what yeah, yeah. song is that? <laughs> no, like, no, that's, that's a great song though. The, I don't know the why. The funniest one was I, I've only heard six with the thunder. Of it's like oh the four yeah. of them. It's like a, a Harden, KD, Russ, and Serge. <laughs> yeah. One like uh, was it KD that left first? Or no, Harden, Harden oh, left yeah. first. Harden so like first. Ah, like, one, yeah. one of them gone and then slowly. Well, I, never, all I don't think I heard that. <laughs> I gotta check that out. The best video ever. Really? That's on TikTok. Yeah, it's on. TikTok. Oh my god, that's funny. Keyshawn. Yeah. Biggest breakout star of the playoffs, like <laughs> undeniable, really. Um, what about what about your path? Uh, it's kind of similar to Nelson's. Uh, we had the fir- uh, same person kind of discover us. Yeah. Um, so, shout out Crix. Um, shout out uh, my man DK, uh, David, David Crix. Um, but in high school, I made uh, graphic designs of stuff, um, of sports people. Um, Why did you do that in high school? It feels like a weird high school hobby. Yeah, like that. It was my thing in high school. I don't know. I wasn't really. I was okay at it, and I, it just, gra- I just gravi- gravitated towards it. Um, I like sports. Um, I played sports, but I wasn't that great at sports. But uh, yeah, it was my okay. way of like expressing how I felt about sports, kind of thing. So, um, I made these cool images of players, and then I continued that through uh, high school and university, and. Um, in the middle of the Blue Jays run, uh, there's a wild card game, uh, and Edwin Encarnacion hit a walk off home run. It was a pretty big deal, and then I made like a quick little edit of it and uh, posted on Twitter, uh, tagged TSN, like Sportsnet, all those kind of brands, and uh, to my surprise, like uh, TSN and Bardown retweeted it, and followed by a, a, a follow by uh, David Crix, he uh, reached out to me saying like, "Hey, love your work." Uh, let's see where we can get started. And so my introduction to like the sports world was through graphic design. And uh, being a part of that team, it was a social media team, we get sent out to different things. And kind of like Nelson, mm-hmm. like you were there at those events and uh, having kind of, not, not a background, but I did concert photography before, but I would always have my camera with me, brought my camera to these events and just started taking photos. And it from there, you kind just of backdoored it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's the, a very un- Mentos, and then we went. Yeah, unconventional <laughs> path, yeah. like towards photography. Like I didn't do like college hoops or like yeah. high school hoops. None of that. Like it's kind of like unfair. Like, I know. I mean, because I get questions a lot from you know students in school for photography. You know, like, oh, what are your tips? And you know, and it's like I can't really. I'll share my story, but it's not one that's like, oh, just copy this and you'll get in, right? Yeah. 
Um, so I, I, I tell people the main thing is just network. Like, yeah. that's the biggest yeah. thing. Cool. Yeah. yeah, who do you know? Network yeah. and, like, just do it yourself. Yeah. 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 Like, do your own stuff. Build your own portfolio. Yeah. yeah. Your yeah. work will speak for itself, yeah. but the networking will, you for know, sure. just put you in the right places. And I, I feel like everyone has talent these days, and mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. has access to the same equipment and resources and stuff like that, and it's a matter of just knowing the right people and being in the right place at the right mm-hmm. time. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, that's kind of like the one coming out between the four of us right now is, like, I think we all really approach it in very unconventional ways, right? Like, Alex, for you, people don't know this, but, like, you had a former life. <laughs> yes, my life didn't start when I was, like, 28. His real name's not Alex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, short story. Like, I used to work in accounting. I used to work in accounting firms, like, corporate jobs, uh, 9 to 5, actually, like, 9 to 11. Um, and, hey, yeah. you know, my way into writing was just I started a Tumblr and just started blogging. And that's what I would look forward to at work every day. Like, I would show up to work. Yo, they can't take back my paychecks now. <laughs> I would show up to work, and that's, like, the first thing that I would do. Like, grab a coffee, uh, blog a little bit, go on Twitter, complain about my boss. That's why I went under an alias. Cause mm, I, would, account? I, would, I would, like, tweet. The original me. burner account. <laughs> no, no, that's why I went, that's why I went under smart. the name Stephen LeBron. Because oh. I didn't want anything to be traced to, like, my government name. Because I was doing some pretty specific tweets that, like, <laughs> if anyone at work read, they would be like, "Yeah, that's him." How did how did you come up with that name? I'm, I'm sure you. So explained so this on before. the day on the day that I started uh, I, that I signed up for my Tumblr and my Twitter, there was this clickbait headline that said Cleveland's LeBron suspended 50 games for steroids. So everybody thought it was LeBron because he's playing mm-hmm. on the Cavs. And then when you click on it, it's actually a Cleveland Indians minor league pitcher. Named Stephen LeBron. There's a real guy named Stephen yeah, LeBron. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For a while, I tried to track him down to like do a story. Yeah, story. yeah. But yeah, so it was it was all completely random. That's amazing. But yeah, that was it. Like I started blogging, all that stuff, and then I quit my job. And like you guys said, you know, like the networking is so key, right? Mm-hmm. Just like reaching out to people. Don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah, to don't yeah, be afraid yeah, to reach out. That's yeah, why I always real. tell people like. It's you gotta have like no shame, right? Yeah. In, in a sense, like, well, that's the thing when people. That's why when people like message me i always kind of feel like you know i, I have to respond you've to been, on, yeah. the other you've side. been yeah. on the other side exactly yeah. so of course yeah yeah and then look at alex now you know he's a photographer <laughs> <laughs> now you're a photographer critically acclaimed writer niche and photographer, photographer. Yeah. yeah we'll definitely talk about the photography aspect and like just quickly for me like it's kind of the same story really like um like i my first job out of university was at the score and i was covering like nba but it was like aggregation like general NBA news and stuff like that so you know like you're not really getting um the same experiences of what i'm doing now and it just honestly basically it, there was just an outside writing policy that was implemented so like i could no longer write about the raptors and oh, so i had to stop great. writing at raps republic and so i had to find ways around it because i still wanted to establish a voice so um the reason 10 things became a column was because I wanted to publish something that I could screenshot and tweet out, which is not publishing. It is mm-hmm. a tweet. Uh, but then, obviously, for something like to be screenshotted and put it out, like I needed something to like break it up. Otherwise, it's just a wall of text. So I made like a a, a list. Um, oh, so that was your work away, like workaround. That was fully that a workaround. Was so yeah. the fact that you tweeted it as screenshots, yeah, meant, yeah. like you were complying not with like published. a contract yeah and That's, i'm just i'm just like lucky that like <laughs> a they were just like well okay i guess there's nothing we can do we're not going to rewrite the policy for one guy yeah. who wants to write about raptors games for some reason it's actually pretty amazing the and score then, <laughs> did eventually fold your 10 things into your content yeah over time yeah. they were like well we see the value in this like why don't we just publish on the platform but that took like multiple seasons for that to happen and so i was just doing 10 things just as a screen cap and then the podcast, it was just like, it was a writing policy. So I was like, I can doesn't talk include, doesn't include podcasting. Yeah. So then I decided to do a podcast. Um, and I don't know. And then I realized there is not a postgame show for the Raptors, which is kind of like nuts when you think about it, right? Yeah. Like every team in, in sports has a postgame show because that's what everyone wants to listen to. So I was like, I'm just going to, I already have like a microphone. I'm just going to start recording like 15 minutes of me just like talking to myself. And it just became a thing. And then, like, you know, you kind of stick with it, and it, it turns into a brand. That's and so it's cool. like it's a, it's a complete backdoor thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? But, like, you know, I think, honestly, that's probably how most people find their way into something like media now, where, like, everything is so flattened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where it, before there were a lot of barriers to entry. Like, if you didn't have a TV network, 
if you didn't have a radio network, like how are you going to syndicate and broadcast yourself to other fans? People are not going to find you. If people don't find you, you're not really working in media. Um, but now it's just so different, right? Like, like you, like you were a Vine star with like 250 million thousand. <laughs> that's a thousand. Like that's insane. Is that, is that even the world's population? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Nelson buying followers <laughs> exposed. Um, and Keisha on YouTube on IG, like you know, I, I think it comes down to brand. The big yeah. thing, and now nowadays in 2019, we all have a platform that we can share stuff. Um, Instagram has changed my life, and I'm sure it's changed your yeah. life too, uh, with opportunities and uh, just working with different people and being in different places. Um, it's really cool to see. Like now, there's no excuse being like. I have this passion about sports or music or anything like that, but like now you can't like make an, up an excuse right. saying like I have nowhere to put it or no one's going to hear me right. or uh, stuff like that. Like you don't have to work for a company. You can just have a YouTube channel and yeah. be popular that way or have a Twitter and be uh, one of the biggest voices uh, for the Raptors and William Liu and even Alex too. Like, and you guys don't work for like TSN or Sportsnet or any of the traditional broadcasters, but you're still very much a part of that community. Yeah, that's the thing for like I think all four of us and like other creatives too. It's like you got to build. I mean, I hate using the word brand, but it's like you build your own brand. Yeah, right? like you, you build yeah. your own voice and stuff, and, and then you become kind of in a way your own entity. Right? Yeah. Like when people know about Nelson, Will, and like Keyshawn, they know what they're bringing to the table and like the type of work. But like the thing I try to tell like younger writers and stuff too, like. Yo, you gotta like create stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta just like yeah, yeah. you yeah, gotta just put yourself man. out there yeah. and put stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, and like it's gonna feel yeah, like yeah. nobody's like reading your stuff or like liking your photos or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like that stuff takes time, right? Like in a way, like if your quality of work is good, people will find it. Yeah, like they will. Yeah, hundred like, percent. And it, your boss is not gonna be like do X, Y, and Z. Like you just gotta like take it upon yourself right. and be like, yeah. this might be a cool thing. I, I have a passion in it and I'm just gonna put it out there. And if people right. like it, they like it. If they don't, I'm still gonna work on it and make sure people like it. Yeah. Yeah. Like you should you should get to a point where people are trying to follow your path, not trying to follow other people's yeah. paths. You know what I mean? Right. Like you gotta create your own path. Yeah. I'm here for the fake deep advice. <laughs> Different. I, well, TED Talk. <laughs> TED Talk. Um, for you guys, Nelson, when was the first time you felt like in your career in terms of sports media where you're like yo i've made it like you you like you did something something happened to you and then you're like in your own private moment in your head you're just thinking like holy shit that happened to me I've, i'm here when nike sent him his first pair <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> i mean that could be it i don't know no, that's I definitely mean, alex's moment <laughs> i mean those are fun moments for sure but um i don't know i mean like the aha moments like I feel like it, I, I can't like kind of deny this whole championship run and like how that all ended up, obviously. But I felt like that was really it. Like, I mean, that the moment all that happened and we were like celebrating on the court in the locker room and I was there capturing all of that, it was just so surreal that like I just couldn't believe I was there. And that was my job to yeah. do that. And And people were looking at me like, that's incredible. Like, I can't believe you're doing that. And so that's kind of, I guess, to, you know, your description, the time, like, I've, I've, I've always felt very, priv- not, not privileged, but very fortunate to yep. be in the position that I was in. But that was probably, like, so far, like, the pinnacle of, like, what I've been, you know, of my whole sports photography career, you know. So, yeah, I'd say that, if anything. It's a good moment. Yeah. <laughs> Kishan, what about you? Uh, I have, like... A small moment that meant a lot to me, um, I guess like two, two, three years ago, someone hit me up for photos and they were willing to pay me. Um, okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like at the time, I was still like, I still do music photography, but uh, I was like very involved with like the local, like Brampton music, like hardcore and like punk and all that metal scene. Wow. Um, so that, those are my roots. <laughs> you're you're really out. about it. Yeah. You're really different. a Brampton. Yeah, different. <laughs> that, that's my path. Yeah, um, yeah. But like I, I, I made friends with that community and that's mm-hmm. kind of like what got me to where I am today. 
but a band reached out to me being like, hey, like, uh, we would like you to take photos of us and we're going to pay you. And that was like really cool to like, someone's going to give me like they money. They value to, like, you. They value yeah, my yeah. work yeah. to like mm-hmm. trust me to like work on projects and stuff like that. So that was really cool. And then also like this culmination of like everything that happened during the, the Raptors uh, playoff run, like, me and Nelson, like, there's one person that has a tattoo of both yeah, yeah, Nelson's photo right. and my right. photo on their leg. And on the same leg. On the it's same like on one leg. Side. That's crazy. It's, it's me, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let me roll my legs <laughs> Um But, like, that, that whole thing, and then, uh, as Nelson mentioned before, like, just not, like, like appreciative of like me being in that position to give not only the fans justice, but, like, also, like, putting forward my best work. Um, and like all the accolades that came around, like the Raptors winning and uh, the whole Yahoo team doing well, the Raptors like social team doing well. Um, Big it up all to Matt and Sohill. Yeah, like <laughs> it all like came together, and it was that Raptors championship that kind of bundled it all up. Yeah. So, yeah. Alex, what about you? When did you make it? Disposable camera <laughs> discovery. What was it when you were named uh, co co head editor of uh, of Raptors HQ? You no. and Reynolds. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there's like a, a moment. I think it's just like over time when um, you have publications like actually reaching out to you and like offering you like stories to do. Kind of like what Keyshawn said, right? Like people reaching out being like, mm-hmm. oh, can you shoot for my band and stuff? Like, you know, when the conversations with the editors became easier or when people start like, you know, becoming familiar with your work yeah. and, you know, the process of like pitching stories and things like that just became easier mm-hmm. just because there's like a trust, right? right. And, like, obviously, like, I mean, like, being able to write for places like, you know, like I did a photography feature earlier this year for the New York Times. Like yeah. Including Nelson in it. Sorry, Keyshawn. Um, <laughs> no, oh, no, Keyshawn, no Keyshawn, next, Keyshawn, next time. Keyshawn, Keyshawn gets a lifetime plug, though. Okay. No. He found his own work. I think Keyshawn yeah. didn't need my glow. <laughs> yeah, um, no, he didn't. But, like, to be able to write for publications like that, like, you know, I couldn't even imagine it when I used to sit at the office and, like, just really desperately wanted to switch my career, right? Like, I mm-hmm. still remember hitting up our friend uh, Joseph Cacharo. Yo, shout this out was like 10 years ago when I like was just like I wasn't even in writing yet and I kept mm-hmm. bugging him I'm like hey is there any jobs at the score like I would like do anything like come in and do whatever and he was always like you all like we need someone more with like experience and things like that right right and then to think like 10 years later then like you know I became too good at the score and, I <laughs> and beef with them online unpublishable like, it's, it's crazy that's a real glow no but for real it's crazy I used to hit up like Blake Murphy like shout out Blake yeah shout being out being like hey man. you know I'll write for free at Raptors Republic yeah I remember because I moved to New York for a little bit so when I first yeah, moved yeah. to New York that was when the Raptors played the Nets so that okay. was like the first okay. playoff run of like this whole era, right? right? Right, right, right. And like I went to the games just as a fan, and I'd be like, "Hey, Blake, just let me write about it." Right. Like that's when I started to write, and just to think about that, and now like being able to work alongside people like Blake and like yourself, like so cool. I remind yeah. myself of that like all the time. Yeah, like you got if, you. like mm-hmm. I do. Like I'm sure you guys do too. Yeah, just like big time. Like when people reach out to you or like like stuff like that, it reminds you of like how hard. It was yeah. To, like, yeah. Try to make it in this industry, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you can never be comfortable in like nope. what, what you do. No. Like, That's writing, right. Because if you go if you go into yeah. the back door, you never really know. Because then oh, you man. kind of are, are aware of the fact that there is no like real permanency. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Doesn't really follow like a specific order. You know. And creatives I mean? come and go, man. Like we're yeah. relevant now, yeah. but like yo, I'm telling you, like in five <laughs> ten years, like we're gone. Other there's people. It, will That's why you're transitioning to photography. I'm serious. It's true though. Like you talk about like TikTok and all that stuff too. You think about like all our parents and stuff like older people who don't get social media right we're, gonna know, we're slowly gonna yeah. become that too yeah like it yeah. just happens yeah like it happens what's what's crazy to me is like uh when i was first starting um i followed people like charlie and nelson and i was like yo these guys do mm. some cool work <laughs> yeah. i would like yeah, to yeah. be yeah and now you're uh, like the, now you're a contemporary now, now we're like <laughs> all together in the yeah. same media room like yeah and it, what's great is we're all friends too. yeah and I, I know like with photographers um nelson you probably experienced this it's like an elitist kind of like vibe. Oh, whoa, yo, some, let me hear the photography some... <laughs> beef. <laughs> um, it, it happens in music. It happens in sports. Okay, it happens okay. with just street photographers too. There's like uh-huh. Takashi Six Nine of photography. <laughs> Start snitching. I'm not. I'm not gonna say any names, but it, there's just like this general like uh, vibe that yeah. some photographers yeah. kind of no, give out, true. and it's it might have to do with uh, like a confidence thing or uh, just stuff along those lines, or maybe some someone's idol or something did the same thing to them, so they kind of reciprocate that yeah. energy. Right. Um, but it's great to go into the Raptors media room, 
have guys like Nelson and Charlie there um, and just be welcoming, welcoming to like anyone. And mm-hmm. it doesn't matter like who you are, what publication you're shooting for. We're kind of just there to do the same kind of yeah. job. And we have fun, you know, and we have fun. Yeah. Yep. That's sick, man. So true. Um, just quickly to round up, like for me, like the moment that I felt like I made is weird. So I used to make a podcast called the defeated pod, which is now no longer exists. I don't want to get into why it no longer exists, but it's unfortunate. Um, but I remember the first time I got Alex to come on the podcast and we called it yellow fist. Cause we talked about like, <laughs> I think at the time we, you wrote a piece with like Ronnie Chang. Um, and it's funny cause I'm having lunch with him today right after this. Okay. He's here wow. for JFL. Wow. Full circle. Damn. Um, high Regency. And, uh, we're going to slash that, man. Damn. Um, <laughs> And I think you were. I think you also written a piece. I think at around that time about um, MC Jin, yeah. who was kind of like the original Linsanity almost in yeah. terms of like he had a Linsanity S yeah. run and then sort he of like started like, like a stand up. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. stand up in New York. So I shouted him for a little bit. For so that, we yeah. we did like a whole podcast about that. And like at the time, I was so psyched because I was like, I can't believe I'm like I got to talk to Alex about this because like I was listening to his old podcast. Which, That's so cool. If you didn't know about <laughs> Stephen LeBron Radio, like the, some of the guests, not to gas him up because you're right here and this uncomfortable for I had you. Jesus and Meryl on when he had like Jesus and Meryl. <laughs> Zach came, Lowe came to my apartment. We recorded twice because I forgot to press record. That's seriously. <laughs> Wow. That's how not big it was. I had time to come back. He's like, I'm down. I love that. That's, that's actually great. But that's amazing, right? Yeah. So, like, I was like, it was crazy to have Alex on the show. Um, and so, like, that was like, I couldn't really believe And we were just like, you know, it was we were, we're, we're doing the same thing we were doing now. We were just chopping it up. I think we were talking about, like, why Asians, like, wore slippers in the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we literally Pressing talked about that kind of shit. But the funny thing was, like, what what followed after that was, like, maybe, like, a month or two after that. I was with my partner at a show, and while waiting in line, someone turned like pointed at, like the bouncer or whatever pointed out was like, "Yo, are you will?" Like I listened to the raps podcast, and I was like, "Oh, that's sick. That's like it was, it was great." And then as that was happening, someone waiting right in front of me, this Asian woman turned around and was like, "I thought that was you," and I just I was <laughs> no like way. not known at all at the time. <laughs> And my girl was very impressed. She's like, yo, hey, you really have yo. clout like this? She wasn't your girl yet. <laughs> that clout is different. Yeah. Um, In real, real life clout, like, over any I, internet clout. Yeah, and the, the girl turned around and she was like, I don't know, I'm not actually a Raptors fan, but, like, I listened to that podcast you did with Alex. Mm. And it was, like, it was really important that you, you guys talked about, like, Asian-American identity issues and sort of struggles and things like that. So and sick. it was, like, at that moment, I was like, there is some, there is an actual resonance to what I'm doing. Yeah. And it just like I mean, ultimately, that's I kind of just feel like not that we're doing anything exceptional necessarily in a way, but it's sort of like we were elevated out of that that crowd. But then you want to make sure that you're representing that crowd um, to whatever you feel like is honest and Definitely. true. Yeah, because I mean, all four of us being minorities. Yeah, like, and it's different, uh, man. It, when, it, like, when we go to yeah. like a event with the Raptors or something like that, yeah. it's just different. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 like. Your voices, as you get like more popular and well known, like you, your voices get elevated in a way, right? Like those yeah. people mm-hmm. who are like look the same as you, the same color as you, it they mean, look it to me- you. It means it a means, lot to them. It means a yeah, lot yeah. to them, and like it, like your voice matters to them, right? Because in a way, like if you have a platform, like you speaking out is important. Like yeah. no matter how big or small that platform is, they look towards people like us for that. And, like, even, like, I remember I went to Keyshawn's, uh, what was it, like, the creator class session that you had mm-hmm. with Charlie. Like, it was, like, a photography session. A lot of photographers came and stuff, right? Yep, like, yep. There was these guys from, what school were they from? Uh, Western? Wa- or Waterloo. Waterloo. Yeah, Waterloo. they were from Waterloo. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, like, we, so we hung out after. Keyshawn and I hung out after. And those guys came along. And I just assumed that it was Keyshawn's friends. Because yeah. they're all brown. <laughs> 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 so then I started talking to them. And they're like, no, nah, man, we're, like, huge fans of Keyshawn. That's like, we just came to hang out. That's so then, like, we hung man. out, and they were, like, just, like, in the presence of, like, a star. They're, like, sniffing his hair. Like, yeah. <laughs> they offered to, like, drive us back to Waterloo to, like, <laughs> just hang out in Waterloo. I was actually down. <laughs> but I don't think you were, so it would have been weird. They weren't going to Waterloo. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it's a, that's just an example of, like, like there's people out there who, mm-hmm. like, you might not even know about, right? That, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. check out Nelson's work, Keyshawn's work, your mm-hmm. work, and, like, my work. And, like, it, it means a lot to them. Yeah. Like, it does. Yeah. And I think it's, like... And again, like not to like play this all up, but yeah, part it's of not it to guess like our a, own self. Yeah, yeah, no, but I part of it is that. is kind of like a responsibility, right? Yeah, it like, is, like it when is. I tweet stuff, like when the Shane Gillis stuff happened, like oh, the yeah, SNL yeah. stuff, right? Like 
it was important to like just just like say something. Mm-hmm. Like you don't want to be online for the sake of just saying something just to be in a conversation. Yep. Like yep. I try to pick and choose like the stuff that I care about. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. like it's important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, TED Talk. Yeah, it's really a TED Talk. <laughs> Alex is dropping knowledge. I know, right? Uh, I don't know how to transition from that. The next thing I had on my thing was uh, favorite photo that you got. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's easy. Yeah. Mine, so it's w- it's the champagne kawaii photo. Like by far, I mean the for, champagne Kauai. The photo. champagne Kauai. Kauai. Yeah. Like, tattoo. It like was a, this. It was a since mural, it's an, yes. it was a mural on Queen Street. Yeah. Mural, yeah. So I mean, for me, like for the, ever since we uh, TFC won the championship and I got to cover their locker room celebration, I, I knew from that point I was like, man, like I hope during my time here I get to do the same for the Raptors. Like that was like a dream. And I think I was so after during Game Five when you know that big roller coaster of Game Five at home. I think I was the only person that was actually slightly excited that we lost. And I'll, and I'll tell you why. It's because if they won in Toronto, there is so many other photographers that um, would have been in that locker room and right. I would have been bummed out. And there was no chance of me getting in there. And that was pretty much the only reason. So it was like, okay, cool. I have another chance at this. And I felt really good going to um, San Fran, Oakland for game six. I'm like, this could be the moment. And obviously they won. And fast forward, going to locker room, they're celebrating champagne, everything. And I remember I was trying to escape, like, this, you know, waterfall of, like, champagne, like, going into my eye. And I was going around, and I noticed really quickly Kawhi being handed both trophies. I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I didn't even think of the champagne part. Mm-hmm. I was like, he has both trophies. Yeah. And then Phil Handy came with the bottle and cracked it open in front of him and I was just like like shaking I was like don't stop <laughs> shooting don't stop shooting as soon as that happened I ran up to Sohil and Matt shout out Sohil and Matt and I was like I got the photo we're posting this right now and I was just like so excited and it was like by far my favorite photo it's an amazing photo I know this is a podcast so uh, it's a little hard to like display yeah. it but you've um, seen it you, you have <laughs> seen the photo seen it. you might have it on your leg right now <laughs> someone's got it on their body he's scratching it right now He's just like scratching it and like remembering the memory. He's like, "Wow, um, Keyshawn, what about you? Uh, Favorite photo?" So I have a couple. Um, so the, that's a flex. <laughs> I have a couple. Of one, flex. When I, when I made him what was Alex wearing it <laughs> before Game Seven? Oh, yeah, is, this, yo, is it, is it the, <laughs> Steve, the is same it, shoes? Right? Is it Stephen A. Smith standing that was, by himself? That, was a on cool the court? Actually, that one was also legendary. Yo, Stephen A. Smith, Smith stood in the center of the court on during a finals game on his phone yeah. with like while people were shooting around for like forty-five Dead in minutes. In the middle of the logo, like, right on the Raptor logo. Logo Stephen A. Perfect. Move over, logo Lillard. Like, <laughs> um, but I, I have a couple. So before the playoff run happened, um, it's more music related. But uh, I shot um, Drake on the Migos tour. Okay. And this was last year. Um, and as media, you only get to shoot. Uh, it's like first three songs, yeah. and then you get kicked out. And sometimes, if you're lucky, you get to stay if you have a ticket to the show or whatever, right? And so um, went into that show, shot the first three songs, and the stage was set up so. Um, the photographer's pit was like in accessibility accessibility level so where like the uh it's like the hundred level yeah. um where like the broadcast cameras are and so we were shooting from there and it's kind of high up and um earlier on in that night i i saw like one of my friends that i went to high school with and he also happened to work for live nation so anyways um shot the first three songs got kicked out and i was kind of like mad on my photos it was like kind of far away i didn't really get to capture anything cool um, because nothing cool in a, like a concert happens in the first Few fifteen songs. minutes yeah. of yeah, the yeah. show, you right? Need to wait like, for the energy to build, yeah. exactly, yeah, yeah. right? And so I was kind of bummed out, almost heading home, and then I thought, like, hey, like I saw my friend, like maybe I'll just message him, being like, hey, can you get me back in? So uh, message him on Instagram, saying like, hey, like, do you think you can get me back into the show? Like, I, I still have my camera in. Like, is that cool? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And then said he said like, meet me by this gate, and I was met him by the gate, it literally wow. opened the door. Uh, told security, yeah, he's with me. Brought me in and got me onto like the ground level kind of thing. That's right? how I used to get into Rainbow Cinemas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it have it, like bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> go, go, going back into uh, the people you know and like the networking yeah, yeah, and definitely. being in the right place at the right time. Anyways, so uh, 
he was telling me like yeah on the set list it says like there's a special guest tonight um during sicko mode right and uh that's travis scott obviously so like oh i thought like there's a possibility travis scott might come out and so i'm in general admission like on the floor like very close to the stage and sicko mode uh comes on travis scott comes Amazing. out and so good. uh i like as Nelson mentioned before, like you're shaking in that yeah. moment because like you want to get this uh, moment, mm-hmm. and then yep. uh, they both embraced each other. Um, got that photo, uh, went home, like kind of posted it. Got picked up by Complex, a bunch of like Drake fan pages and stuff. And I think he liked it. He didn't repost it, but he still liked it. And uh, that was that was a wow. cool that was a cool moment for me because it, it was like a culmination of yeah. like uh, knowing the right people, like t- kind of taking a risk because like mm-hmm. at any moment security could be like, hey, like why are you here? Like right. please leave. And that night, I also ran into Devin Booker too. Like he was at the okay. show, and I was like Whoa. leaving. Going back like, to the sports night, he was yeah. like, "Stop double teaming me!" Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, why was he in Toronto to see Drake? Like yeah. so random. Anyways, um, that was when, and obviously from from the playoffs, Game Seven, the Kawhi shot. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Kawhi shot. The, one the of the Kawhi shot yeah. heard around the world. No, but no, come on, man. Um, that wasn't the New York Times and everything. Yeah, yeah. and one of the one of the OD murals, murals yep. too, which is cool. Um, but yeah, like, uh, even that just like being in the right place at the right time, like mm-hmm. Kawhi could have easily taken the shot at the other side of the arena, which. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Nick right. nurse. Thank you. for Nick nurse is a real MVP. Um, but yeah, that, that was cool. And obviously, yeah. uh, that photo means a lot to me and also a bunch of other people too. And, mm-hmm. uh, it's just cool to see. And then also like last night I gifted Fred with, uh, that's right. A photo of himself too, which was kind of cool. That was so sick. I saw that video. Yeah, I mean, like for you, like when you start to actually interact with like players, uh, you know, musicians, celebrities, and stuff like that, is there like a, like a nervous kind of feeling? Like, is it weird to do that? Because like it's one thing that you've been working in the industry, but then when you're actually up close and interact with them, it's it does take a little bit of time to get over that. Almost, yeah, right? no, it really does, and it's like it's like hit and miss with how they kind of react to you too. Right. Like I'm so used to kind of being looked at by athletes and celebrities as, you know, as a nobody to them. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm just another guy with a camera and I get that. So it's like, you know, I don't ever like take it to heart or anything, but then there's the times where it's like, Oh cool. Like he actually made a point to like say something, you mm-hmm. know, say hi, um, ask my name or whatever, little things like that. And you're like, yeah. Oh cool. You actually remember, remember those moments. But yeah, I, I don't know if the, it it always is hard to get over those things. Like, as much as we're around it every day, um, it doesn't really change because it's like, you know, when they're because we don't really typically interact with them every day. Yeah, on a one to one you know basis. So when that actually happens, it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah, remember those ones for sure. Keish, did you feel any kind of way when you handed Fred a picture of Fred? Uh, n- not really. It was more of like a cool moment. Um, for me, like just being able to give it to him. Um, my biggest thing is uh, when taking photos of people, I want the people that I photographed to see the photo yeah. and appreciate it. Right. And uh, when when athletes or artists like repost my photos, like I kind of done my job. Like yeah. they like the photo so much that they they want to put it out on their right. feed and, and stuff and, and to share it with their friends and family kind of thing. Um, and so t- to be able to do that in person is even more special. Yeah. For sure. Alex, <laughs> what about your iconic photos? All I forgot my, to ask you. All man. my favorite photos have been taken by these guys <laughs> off me. Yeah. And Charlie, shout out. No, but I do want to say, like... That's why you wrote the NY... You know, like, Keyshawn, <laughs> Keyshawn, like, inspired me to, like, pick up a few disposable cameras just to mess around, like, during the mm-hmm. NBA Finals and when I took some vacations in the summer and stuff. And like you look, I think, you look like a Safeway tourist, tourist. <laughs> Safeway. minus the visor. <laughs> That's racist. Um, <laughs> um, but like like Nelson was saying, and I think Keyshawn too, it's like I've come to like just appreciate like there's a lot of work that goes into getting those photos, right? right? Like I think people just see the final product, but man, like at games, sometimes I'm sure you guys have games where you like go for quarters without like getting a good yeah. shot mm-hmm. or like you try to find like the right place to be and things like that right and like sometimes even if you're in the right place maybe like something doesn't work out or yep. whatever and it's just like that's what i appreciate it's like i think from the very very outside if you're not like a creative person you might just see those photos and be like you know if i was standing right there i could have shot that yeah. Kawhi mm-hmm. game winner too or i could have shot Kawhi like celebrating in the locker room but it's like 
that takes like just like reps and like knowing like where to be yeah, yeah. and like that's yeah. part of the skill too right yeah for and sure, i think for it's sure. hard for these guys to like put into words sometimes because that's just what they do right like they right. know like they've come to know that this is what they do yeah so like, i guess my thing is just more like i've like just from messing around like shooting with cameras and stuff it's like i really appreciate like how hard it is mm-hmm. to like get those shots appreciate you <laughs> yeah. yeah well that's that's just so i make sure i get more shots of myself <laughs> this, this is his see. currency right here do do athletes ever reach out to you uh after you like uh, write a piece about them or uh to tell them off to, <laughs> like it's it, it, i is there both like a positive and neg- negative feedback from athletes directly like how does that work yeah i've i have gotten like direct feedback like when i if i write a profile uh, of a player or even like outside of sports if i profile someone like usually we'll have an interaction afterwards like i remember i think i wrote something about norm his like rookie season uh, just a profile for Vice Sports, and I was like the first one to maybe just like put together a story about him and his relationship with his mom, and like that's why Norm, Norm and I have been like cool ever since. That's so cool. Like Norm just remembers mm-hmm. me from yeah. that, and same with Fred. Like you know when Fred was coming up last year or two seasons ago, like I did a big feature on him, did a feature like on the whole bench and stuff, and that's when Fred and I grew close too. It's like sometimes it's like unspoken. Like they'll mm-hmm. come to you and be like, oh, mm-hmm. like like saw the story, it was yeah. cool, but then other times it's like you know that they've read the story because they make time for you like that they wouldn't have before right because mm-hmm. they they trust like what you're doing and they know that you're not wasting their time so a, a lot of the feedback I, I would say is actually more like indirect it's like you build those like mm-hmm. relationships over time and stuff and the, the same thing works with like photography too like mm-hmm. if you mess with an athlete or an artist when they're coming up rather than like right. oh they have like this following now a little That's bit of clout right you're not yeah. just clout chasing yeah, now yeah. you've already like established a relationship right. with them and they kind of mess with what you're doing because you're both trying to be big right whether it's a creative or a athlete too right and if you link up at the same time and you're kind of growing they kind of respect you when you're yeah when you're kind of further along in your career yeah. being like you weren't just here when i i was good you're like right you, yeah. you were here from the beginning fred kind of fred fred talks about that a lot yeah right? yeah, like yeah. About like bandwagon fans and like yeah. people who haven't been here since day one and man stuff. like in the same finals like people switched up on him like yeah. halfway through yeah. <laughs> To be fair, he was playing like Jeremy Lin for the first half. Of that. No. <laughs> yeah, that's racist. Slash. That's racist. <laughs> HR. Oh man, um, where do you guys see sort of like the the future of sort of what we do? You know what I mean? Like, if you, I, mean, I think we've sort of indirectly given our advice to other people that I think want to do something like this, but like, where do you feel like the next wave is coming from? Uh, is it TikTok? Yeah. Everything's going to be published on TikTok. I can't wait for somebody to like be huge in the Raptors space on yeah. TikTok. Hey, we yeah. have a TikTok guy. Oh, you do? No, I'm just saying oh, that's going to be the next guy. guy. Yeah, that, that's, that could be you, man. That, that's how you get 250 million. Yeah. 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 Like, 250 like, million. You're going to be hot in China. That's, that's, that's going to be fine. I don't know. Like, I mean, I think, I think the, like, the stage is getting a little bit more crowded because mm-hmm. these, you know, social media just makes more accessible everything's more accessible so for one you know there's gonna be way more competition no matter what and that's you know going back to what alex said you can never be comfortable in this space because once you are you get taken over by someone else right yep. um and i'm an older dude and you know on the come up like with Keyshawn, he's so young he's, he's 22 years old freaking baby yeah. <laughs> immature immature <laughs> So 22 kid. years old, I was 22. going to a Starbucks <laughs> by Jane Station, or Brad Meat, I forget which one, and just like sitting there and then writing on like my own personal blog called Amusing Musings <laughs> about how fucking Steve Novak can play a role in the Raptors offense. <laughs> and 22 years old, Keyshawn is on a plane yeah. going to Oakland <laughs> for the finals. I was blowing my paychecks at bottle service every Friday. Yeah. Easy on the- I was still going to raves at 22, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. I have so, my daughter at 23. Shout out, Charlotte. What's up? Wow. Shout out. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, though. Like, you never will feel comfortable with it because mm. um, there is no permanency. Like, yeah. there really isn't, especially as things move. Like, for me, like, I almost feel bad because, like, like, I read a lot about the Raptors and literally anybody who writes about the Raptors, I'll read about it. But, like, there's only so much you can read. And then eventually you're, like, on forums and message boards and you're just like, honestly, at t- you get to a point where, like, 
there's not much difference. Yeah. Someone just like, clearly thought it out and tried to self-edit and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But, like, it, you know, the ideas sort of become granular. And everything's just right there. It's really just about what you make of it. And that's what's, I don't know, it's kind of scary about the thing. But just keeps you on your toes. Keeps yeah. things yeah. interesting. I, yeah. I think the next step for me is, like, um, moving into more, like, a, a leader kind of thing in the space. Okay. And, like sort of like with the workshops I've been doing with the creator class um, this month has been cool to just see people come out and like uh, take knowledge from me and stuff and obviously I still have a lot more to learn uh, from everyone and uh, in different aspects of my life but um, moving forward I want to be in a in a position where I'm kind of like overlooking it not physically like shooting or mm-hmm. editing yep. or doing stuff like that just being in a position where I can kind of look over people and give people advice and kind of managing mm-hmm. right. Um, that role because I know like two or three years from now there's going to be another me on the block yep. kind of yeah. doing the same thing as me and probably even better and um, you just got to be aware of that and not uh, be discouraged by that but also yeah, like be a mentor to those people and kind of uh, for them to look at you as someone to look up to yeah. right yeah and being a mentor is so big man because like, we talked about it right at the beginning right it's about who you know and, and sometimes I think in our in our spots like it's our responsibility to raise other people up, like not to gas up Alex again, but like from a very, Please. very early position, <laughs> Alex took me under his wing. He looked at us like, you're Asian. I got you. <laughs> that was actually it. Yeah. That was exactly <laughs> it. You look right? like me. <laughs> um, Remember when people thought you were white? Yeah, that was, was a thing that on was Twitter. Wild. That was wild. They no, only knew your voice, and they thought your Asian avatar was a joke. Yo, but that actually—that's that's, this is a real like, phase that happened. They, they, they yeah, they don't, I actually screwed me up for a while too, because like mm. they're like, I didn't realize you're Asian until you said you're making dumplings, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I've never not seen myself as Asian, but it like actually messed me up for a while. I don't know if I started like incorporating a more like Mandarin into my podcasts. Yeah. But back to gassing me up. But yeah, no. But seriously, though, without without Alex and a guy like Alex, and of course, like that's right. the other guys that have really influenced my career, like no, Blake. Blake is such a nice dude <laughs> about me. everything. Like I took Blake's job like multiple times. As as he got promoted, I would take his previous job. So that's that's also a great way to go oh, up yeah. in the industry is like follow someone successful. It, it goes back to um, as well. it goes back to what they were saying too about how there's a certain like group of photographers who are very supportive of each other and things mm-hmm. like that. You need that in like writing too, right? Yeah, definitely. especially honestly, especially when you're like a person of color. Yep, because it's hard to get <laughs> those yeah, positions. Yeah. So it, it's it's really hard. And you've talked about how like disorienting and almost intimidating in a way it was when you started doing it. You're just like, what's going on yeah. in this room? Like you 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 told me in times like you didn't even necessarily want to be in that room. You didn't really enjoy it the same way. Yeah, there's still times when I don't like being in the media room. Yeah, yeah when I'm out there? No. being in those spots. <laughs> well, now that there? you're there, it's even worse because people confuse us, <laughs> um, which is another level of stress. Um, That's how I knew I made it when someone no, came up to you and was like, yo, <laughs> bro, great 10 things today, man. But I will say, I will, this has happened. I will say, someone at Livestock also thought uh, mm, I was you. Amazing. Yeah. I tried to get a discount out of it, didn't work. Um, no, but like, I think being in that room, like I think when I first got into this, I thought, oh my God, like working in sports is going to be like the, the greatest thing, right? Like, yo, you get to go to the arena, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. about the game. Like on a very fundamental level, mm-hmm. you're being paid to be at a basketball right. game, yeah. which is like hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Like it's, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like it's crazy to me. Like every time I step on that court mm-hmm. and take that IG photo of my shoes, <laughs> like that's what I think about. It's deeper. Guy, it's deeper than just the shoes. Uh, no, but like for real though, like being there, honestly, the one big surprise for me was that how like clickish or like things it yeah. still are. Yeah, it is. Like it, it was a quick, like it was like a reality check for me of that, you know, whatever industry you work in, that's just how the world operates, right? Like there's different hierarchies and like people will group you into different classes and stuff like that. And like, I mean, I, I don't need, we don't need to steer off into like a different section, but like, at times when like the more I've accomplished and I feel like I'm still not being respected by certain parts of the industry, even though I feel like I've accomplished more than a lot of other people, that stuff is hard for me to take. Yeah. And like yeah. W- what's crazy, sorry to cut you off, but um, people only like mess with you if they know like you're kind of established. Yes. If you're just like walking into a room and no exactly. one knows who I've you had, are. I've had so many people right? like they don't know who you are. Like who like, is they'll, this they'll guy? They'll barely yeah, give yeah. you a handshake. And then maybe they'll look you up online yeah. or something like that. And then oh, the next encounter a is completely different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, suddenly yeah. they're like messaging me on Instagram yeah. or messaging me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Like, and that, that happens all the time. Yeah, it happens all the yeah. time. And I think that part is like, I mean, again, like it's not, 
like the hardest thing to like deal with. Right. But it's I think it's things that you need to be mindful of. Yep. Because people will just treat you a particular way. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say about the podcast. Really, I think Nelson, we got to get you out of here for sure. Yeah, I got a meeting. Unfortunately, this is like so much fun. I can sit here all day, though. This yeah, is no, cool. this is this is great. But we're uh, gonna start our own podcast. Yeah, yeah let's just start. Yeah, our own just, podcast. Like, just keep going. Yeah, <laughs> six hours. Uh, no, but it was great. Honestly, I think obviously, like we didn't talk as much about Raptors right now, but like I, I mean, a is the offseason. B, like I think it's important to know like what goes in the process of what we're doing. Being in the sport media field for sure. Yeah. And that's honestly the question that we I get the most for sure. It's not about like, yo, what do you think Pascal's average yeah. next year? It's like how you got in here. It's gonna, yeah. yeah, and it's like, how, what advice do you have? So I feel like I hope this you know shed some light on that process. And um, yeah, so let's just go around, Nelson. Where can people find you and your work? Um, so my sports photography page, I just changed the name. It used to be Nell or Never. But I just changed it to Nelroy Jenkins. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Nelroy underscore Jenkins. But my personal account, which everybody can find me at, it's a lot easier to find, is Nelcam, N-E-L-C-A-M. Uh, yeah, pretty much that's where I am mainly. Lots uh, of wholesome content. <laughs> yeah, lots of wholesome. My, my, all, it's a lot of my kids, but um, I think you'll find some fun stuff there too. So. <laughs> Yeah, and you can find some of his work, you know, uh, on the Leafs account, on the Raptors, Raptors account. You know, Argos. no, no big, no big. Argos, <laughs> Argos traveling yeah. to Argos. <laughs> yeah. All I have to say is follow NBA Media Fits. Yo, oh, that's it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're coming back. It's coming back. We're coming back. I actually Full have an steam. idea. I want to do Will Lou Fits because yeah. he won't run <laughs> a week. Will Lou I do, wear, I do wear very strange because he won't run his own account. So I feel like. Let's start. An is this his burner it. account? Let's start an account for him. Amazing. Then it's you like, can start tagging him yeah, and stuff yeah. when he's. When oh yeah, really it's like it. it's like Joe Budden fit. <laughs> Will Lou. I'm, I'm in. So I'm that's in. it. That's the only promo. Follow NBA Media Fits. All right, and Stephen LeBron. All right. And uh, underscore Keyshawn Mystery on both Twitter and Instagram. Yo, uh, you, you, at it. some point you got to get big enough to uh, you. You really make it when you just Keyshawn. Right? Just Keyshawn. Yeah. yeah. No, no underscore, no last name, nothing. Just that's the problem, though. I was trying to find a name to switch. My Nello never account to, and everything is everything, taken. Everything's taken. taken. So I'm like, what do I do? Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. There you go. Thanks yep. to everyone for listening. Thank you for having me. And uh, next week we have uh, an exclusive interview with, with Keyshawn and Nelson. <laughs> no, not <a> bad. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. We have uh, we have an open. We have uh, Jeff Landicho from uh, Open Gym coming up. So listen to that one. Let's go. Yeah. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.